it's coffee, coffee break. break. You could put some pizzazz on it that time. <laughs> Why would I do that? Not our normal, it's coffee break. <laughs> Fine, we'll do it again. <laughs> no. It's, it's coffee, coffee break. break. <laughs> Feel better? No. <laughs> okay. This is a boring week. It was a boring week. Nothing happened. Not a single thing. Remember how last time we said, surely something will happen that'll be more than just Pokemon news that we did last time? No, there wasn't. <laughs> Not much. Nothing has happened. This is really the doldrums, isn't it? <laughs> For now, it's just March. It's just now becoming spring in most places. I guess. Well, soon we'll start getting things that are like, announced, like getting hyped and ready for E3 and stuff. Yeah, there's been some talk. Mm-hmm. E3, whatever that's going to yeah, end up looking like E3. this year. <laughs> the big guys aren't going, so I don't... Hopefully that means we get more news steadily throughout several weeks, rather than a million things all at once. It'd be so funny if in the middle of E3, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo were like, why don't we just pop it off one after the other? Yeah. So no one watches E3 and we all just watch they all just go their own there. conferences. Nice. That would actually be hilarious. <laughs> just to further prove the point that you're nothing without them. E3 is just dead at this point. But no, no, no. E3 should be really all those indie kind of guys. You yeah, know? I guess. But also so many like indie games make it to those consoles and those those developers have indie spotlights regularly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe it's more for companies that haven't been bought out by other companies. Maybe it's going to do like a... Or did that sound dumb? Like a, a reversion back to how it used to be where it's just for like other developers and like mm-hmm. business people to get funding and whatever. It's going to go back to that. <laughs> that would be nice to be a private convention that we get to like read about. Yeah. Rather than getting all these like half-baked, all-overdone MV trailers Whoa. with no gameplay. <laughs> don't talk about the next Elder Scrolls like that. <laughs> Yet to see anything. Um, I'm sure it'll be on its way. Yeah, another five years. <laughs> After they release all the next-gen consoles and then put um, Skyrim on all of those as well. <laughs> next-gen consoles. It's weird that we're already talking about it. We should be talking about it. Like, I feel, I think back to, like, the PlayStation 3 and, like, the Xbox 360, I think it was. Yep. They were around for, like, a decade. And now, you know, the Switch just turned six this year. That, I was going to bring that up, is, so you don't need another PlayStation. No. Um, There's rumors that a PlayStation Slim playstation pro are going to be announced this year okay did they, they already have that though no they're gonna rip out the the hard drive the disk drive okay so all models will be digital okay and uh they apparently there's a problem if you stand it up you know how it's supposed to have its fins out mm-hmm. i like lay kaiba, mine down kaiba with his jacket and you yeah yeah <laughs> and uh when you stand yours up like that especially my model mm-hmm the coolant will actually destroy the hardware. Oh, well, that's such a 10 out of 10 design. What a great feature. Hey, remember, <laughs> they spent millions and, and asked this one kid from California to help them do it. And barely anybody has one still. <laughs> you can buy them now. Yeah. 
just in time to get for them to become outdated. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to buy a PS5, wait this summer. There's so many rumors at this point that it seems very clear that Sony is going to create this next PS5 kind of thing. Yeah, PS5 Plus, you know. <laughs> no, it's the PS5 Plus Plus. PS5.1. <laughs> now, Xbox, Microsoft, they've kind of abandoned the console idea. They have. And it's kind of a smart choice. They they are the ones who gave up the console wars. Yeah. I mean, but, it was their game to lose, let's be honest. <laughs> it was. They did start this fucking fight. And <laughs> it's really just their fanboys. Anyways, yeah. they decided to stick with the Master Race. Do they have it? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, technically, Microsoft always had two horses in this race. Yeah. With PC and also Xbox. And PC is infinitely more popular and more customizable than an Xbox ever was. I, I will always make fun of the, the Master Race. But the truth is... The optimality of building your own tower mm -hmm. versus my stupid PS5. Yes, is it, they're gonna be infinitely better. Also, I understand. Like, it's so you can mod things. Yeah, and also like, like for um, like let's players or whatever streamers, you know, you, you you have to jump through a lot of hoops usually to capture your footage, especially at a good quality, off of a console. Where if your PC can run it, it's right there. Yep. No extra HDMI cords and stupid shit. Which is dumb because the console is quintessentially a processing hardware yeah. to display an image. Mm-hmm. No different than a computer. It's just limited in its ability. And you can upgrade a computer. You, that Yeah. You, you can, can upgrade your graphics card. You can upgrade your RAM. Change your CPU yep. or whatever. And now all of a sudden you've got this thing that can totally easily process everything that's going on in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Microsoft and Sony, because Sony just had the PS5 relatively, mm -hmm. and people are just now starting to get their hands on them. Yeah. Big, big fuck up there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, the Switch. Mm-hmm. Six years. And I was thinking about it, and I was going through it in my head, and I was like, I've had this console for a while. Yeah. And... Uh, we've had it for so long that there's a Zelda sequel. Yeah. And the last time they did a, an actual Zelda sequel like this... It was Majora. Majora's Mask for the Nintendo 64. And that... Oh, there's a lot of differences between Majora and Tears of the Kingdom in terms of development and time. You know, Majora's Mask came out, like, within a year. <laughs> yeah. Um... Breath of Wilds, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. My bad. It's a massive map, and now it's going to get even bigger because yeah. you're ascending. Yeah, I was. I wonder I, if you got a skyloft in this one. That'd be really cool, actually. It would make sense. That would make it. I would be infinitely more charmed by the game. And you just have <laughs> to like revitalize the, the master sword. That'd be cool. Um, but no, like someone, it was a, uh, it was Space Hamster. If anyone knows about Space Hamster. Um, he's a YouTuber for years and years and years. He had a tweet. Is he a hamster that's in space? No. He's a man named Jeff. <laughs> okay. But he had a tweet and it was, uh, favorite game, favorite six games to celebrate six years of the Switch. And it was like the most, it was like Smash Bros, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, you know, uh, Mario Kart. It's just like, these were the the big games, and it's just the same games. It's like Splatoon or whatever. Yep. 
And I was just like, damn. Not not even, like, some variety with the console. You know, because I was looking at our, like, the Switch games we have. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a lot of just the same things. Yep. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Makes you wonder. Because they do one Mario Kart per console. They mm-hmm. do one Smash Bros. per console. They do This is the first one... time... They've had two generations of Pokemon on one console. Am I right? No. This is one of the few times they've had two generations of Pokemon on one console. No, wait. Pokemon being on a console mm-hmm. is brand new. No, I mean like one system. Like, because uh, it was, there was Sinnoh on the DS and also Black and White on the DS. And Black and White too. Black and White too. Eh, that's not a new generation, though. That's just a reboot. Then it was uh, Gen 6 and Gen 7. Yeah, on the 3DS. Yeah, and now we have 8 and 9 on the Switch. Mm-hmm. No, Nintendo, what I'm saying is I think it's time for them to come up with something new. It needs to be the Switch. The Switch, there's nothing wrong with it besides the goddamn drift. Yes. But, oh, and it's battery life. They keep doing this thing, and I don't know why, where they're making games... With, like, huge, overpowered, like, mega graphics and gigantic maps and a million things happening. And it looks like, you know, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Where they're like, yeah, it's passable, but it's also ugly compared to, like, Nintendo's usual standard. Playing Violet, and now going back, I am replaying Breath of the Wild, getting ready for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. And I have talked mad shit. I, I still love Zelda. I'm not enjoying playing Breath of the Wild again. No. You keep asking me things, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember how any of this Yeah, I have to do a lot of, like, looking it back up. Like, what what am I supposed to do? I hate. If if one of you guys say I have to save the kingdom, I'll kill someone. (laughs) Rescue the princess. (laughs) Really? Um, No, gigantic, massive, empty worlds. Yes, it's the emptiness. Like, it was... Like, uh, I got so bored with Legends Arceus because I was just running around and I was like, it's just, there's nothing to do. Once you, and I kind of hate that with Scarlet and Violet and I knew I was going to have a problem with it. It's seeing the Pokemon in the overworld rather than the random encounters in the grass. Yep. If I can see it and run around it, I don't stop. I just keep going, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it makes, it makes it really boring, actually, if you're not continually fighting in a game that's designed for fighting. <laughs> it's true. So, I don't know. I think Nintendo needs to take a few steps back. And also, we were talking about this yesterday, I think, where I, I opened up uh, Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at the roster. And so many of those characters don't have games. Like, where's Captain Falcon's latest game? Back on the GameCube? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the last F-Zero we got. You know? A lot of them, they get lost. Uh, Star Fox should have never been lost. Yeah, Metroid also. What? Metroid. What's that? <laughs> yeah. But also, for $40, why? you can buy that old one that came out in like 2002. Yeah, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all, the worst, and the thing that like like gets me... Is they made Splatoon like these like like these young guns, real new, fresh faces, and they were really taking a chance on making a new property, something completely different, and it worked, huge success. Yep. And I was like, great, this means maybe Nintendo will start doing new things. And nope, nope, 
They won't. <laughs> yeah, but now they have this cozy contract with Microsoft for uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> so, you know what I was thinking when I was playing my Switch? I was like, God, I need a realistic first-person shooter where I'm killing the terrorists of America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very family-oriented. Good job, Nintendo. <laughs> okay. We've had some Disney live-action trailers for upcoming films this year. Yes. We haven't talked about them. I think we've mentioned them here and there. Here and there. But we just watched them. Because I was like, okay, if I got nothing, then I guess I'll pick on them. Yeah, and I think they both dropped new trailers this week. Yes. It's hard to tell these days. Because, like, we want, the first one we watched was definitely not an official trailer. I thought it was. No, a good it, chunk of it. it said it was for Disney Plus. It was a teaser for Disney Plus. Oh, was it? I don't know. That's what it, it said. It was using like old Ursula's voice. Yeah, what, and that some was of weird. those shots I don't think are from the movie. Where their like fins look more like... Frills? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> um, The Little Mermaid, of course, is the first one yep. we're going to talk about. And then the next one is Peter Pan and Wendy. Yeah. Which is Peter Pan. It looks awful. It looks really bad. <laughs> Which one do you want to really talk about first? Let's start with Little Mermaid, because that's been around longer. Okay. Uh, there, that's the problem. There's just nothing to say about it. Like, it's it looks like the Little Mermaid. I want to see more of <laughs> Ursula. Yeah, I was disappointed with how little we got. Melissa McCarthy's playing her. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting choice. Not a wrong choice in my thoughts. No, I think that could be a really good choice. Makes sense. She's a fun actress. Yeah. And she could easily play that nasty, gross octopi thing. Very, like, proud. Yeah. You know, she holds herself like she, she is sexy. You know? Ariel. I know people have a problem with... Her skin tone. Oh my god. Is... I'm not gonna go into that because I don't give a fuck. It's a, a, a... What I do have a problem with is how shitty she actually looks when she's underwater. It's the CG. Over her face. Does not look good in either of these trailers. In any of Disney's live action movies, let's be honest. There's literally a shot of her like twirling in the water. Yeah. And lands on like jellyfish. jellyfish and I'm like, no! You're gonna get stung! <laughs> Get away! <laughs> but when you look at her, you're like, it's all CG. I just, and I hate it. It was the same thing with Pinocchio, you know? It's just, it's live action, which means like one-tenth of what you see in the film is actually from a live action person, and then the rest of it is just all horrid, horrid CG that does not look real. It's all too saturated, and they don't have like good shading or lighting effects. The Little Mermaid is a weird choice, I'm going to say, because mm -hmm. I feel like you would have done it when you really, truly mastered water as like yeah, an did. animation CG effect. Avatar wave water. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i not a fan of The Little Mermaid, honestly. Like the original story. Well, the original original, I, I am. Like the original Disney animated movie. I'm not a huge fan of it. <laughs> It was never one that piqued my interest. I've seen it a couple dozen times. But I think like a few, like a handful. I saw more, mostly because my little sister. Yeah. But um, it's not that great of a story. It's not. It, it doesn't have everything. Like Tarzan. Let's look at Tarzan. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Which is at the end of the Disney Renaissance. Renaissance. Which I feel like would be way better as a live action movie. It would make way more sense. I think it would be. I think it would be easier to do the CG mixed with the live action, just like the Jungle Book, you know. Yeah. Except rather than small boy, it's large man. <laughs> well, he would be a boy and then grows up to be the adult. But Tarzan, its story, Disney's story of it, has death, mm-hmm. sex. Sex? Well, there's love interest, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> there, there's sex appeal, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like, I don't remember that part. <laughs> drama. Yes, lots of it. It's thrilling. We watched it recently, like a few months ago. Did we? We did. I think you fell asleep. Oh, okay. I was enthralled the whole time. I heard Phil Collins sing Son of Man, and I was, it, just, it hooked me. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> um, but it has all this comedy. Yes. The sincere moments, uh, darker moments, these, these things that are running through it. Mm-hmm. Tarzan's trying to save his own tribe it's about finding yourself family versus found family well learning about the evils of white men adoption yes that too (laughs) and then i i am gonna say little mermaid yeah in its story you have drama Mm -hmm. potential death yes it is it gets pretty cool at the end the very very end little girl (laughs) With her knickknacks. She's just a hoarder under the sea. She is. I feel like, I I think people relate to her because she displays signs of like ADHD, which I get it, you know, I understand. I don't, I, she's fine, you know, she she doesn't bother me. She's not bad, but she doesn't intrigue me much. Prince Eric, also fine. Not even a prince. He is not a prince. (laughs) He's just like a seaman and a sailor. (laughs) There's a big problem right there, uh, Eric, that character. Yeah, he's... He doesn't do anything. They are both just nice people. <laughs> like They're young, pretty people who fall in love. Yes. That's the story. They're like they're like Instagram models. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're influencers. If they were real, if we did a modern remake, they would be influencers. <laughs> they would be the ones who would stop the lunch line in the middle of high school to sit there and do like a wackadoo TikTok with each other that no one likes. <laughs> yeah, pretty true. Um, there's still... For how close this movie is, which comes out in May, mm-hmm. there's not enough to go on. Other than, you remember the classic? We've redone it. It's it's this, except her fin is blue now. It's bluish. Much more blue than green. Which I am disappointed by. She was green in some iterations, though. Yeah. They've gone back to redo it. And sometimes she's blue, like in the VHS tape. Well, in the DVD, she's green. I think it was... The, I think it only looked blue because of the um, well, aging. Probably. Uh, the aging of the tape. I'm disappointed in the lack of green. I liked the green. It looked good with her red hair. And I think I would look good even with her black hair. You know? Mm-hmm. Also, I wish she had red accents. Just to, like, invoke the vibe. Like, red earrings. That, that is one or thing. Or a red seashell bra or whatever. That's one thing that I kind of got confused about. Was swapping out a redhead for a black woman. That happens a lot. 
which is something people have noticed, and I smarter people than I have talked about it. It's like uh, Starfire was a redhead, and then they oh. made that live action Teen Titans, and mm-hmm. now she's a black woman. Like she still has red hair. Um, Bo from Shira was a ginger man, but then in the remake, he's a black man. And this there's this thing about turning redheads into black people that's common in like media. <laughs> I wonder if it's to some people hear me out on this one mm. to evoke exotic. Maybe because redheads are not—they are not natural people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. What what happened there was their uh, their genes got mutated through weird natural selection, mm-hmm. where they have very fair skin, typically. Yeah. Red hair and green eyes. And yes. it's just a mutation of their genes. Mm-hmm. They like would... the perfect aligning of that... Uh, what's that chart where... That... Like your gene lining up. The, the when, when you get some genes from your mom and some genes from your dad. And whatever history of genes you got from their ancestors. It like perfectly lines up. And if you get enough of them, then a whole bunch of people can look like that. <laughs> Ideally. Um... But yeah, it's kind of weird because that being a redhead is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. I feel like she could have also still been a redhead, you know? Yeah. Like, like I think it would still have worked. I don't think, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, the one that really bothered me was Peter Pan and Wendy. It does look really bad. Like, The Little Mermaid looks not amazing, but inoffensive, similar to the original animation. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy looks just horrible. <laughs> it felt so Narnia-esque. It did. And they looked like shit flying in the sky. They really did. That's That shot where they leap off of the the, the, the tower with the clock. Yeah. And like, and like, this, like, this feels like... A, Bad Disney. <laughs> like, you remember that stint of, like, really horrible movies that weren't usually from Disney, but were meant to mimic the feeling of it? Feels like that. Yeah. Like, when people just figured out CGI. Jude... And... Well, I was gonna say, Hook. Yeah. Captain Hook, played by Jude Law. Yep. Jude Law is a great actor. Sure is. But he always makes me a little uncomfortable. Why? just always made me uncomfortable. Okay. He never looks the same. That is true. He's one of those, like, ever-changing faces. It's like, uh... His uh, real face is Dumbledore. Yeah. That, that's he, what he really looks like. And he doesn't look like that here. No, he doesn't. It's weird. Well, He also looks fat. He looks really old. Mm-hmm. Which I think is confusing. Peter Pan looks like he's a, an Indian kid. Yes. I was like, okay. He looks familiar, but I couldn't figure it out. He doesn't sound British, I will say. Everyone sounds like a natural Brit, except for Peter. Peter doesn't sound very British. People don't like Tinkerbell. You'll never guess why. Yeah, I can (laughs) only imagine. It's the same reason they can't stand the idea of our mermaid being a different race either. (laughs) Again, they went ahead and made this change. I don't think it's as pivotal towards Tinkerbell as yeah the biggest thing with ariel Ariel was just i wish they kept red in the design or gave her red hair with tinkerbell i don't really i'm I'm not bothered but i wish she she doesn't feel like a fairy 
because it, she just feels like a woman that they're green screening into the scene. Yeah. I wish there was like a glow to her or like even just like fucking plaster glitter all over her. Give her crazy fairy makeup, you know? Like like shiny leaves on her eyes, which we can all see is just makeup, but it makes her look really different from all the other people standing around. Here's here's the really frustrating thing. To me, at least. Mm. Little Mermaid, we have no real live action thing to base it off of. Or go, hey, there was a story yeah. of mermaids that was live action that was really well done. What? What? Right? That one? Wasn't there one about a girl who was a mermaid? <laughs> What are you talking about? No, I guess not. There was definitely a live-action Disney movie about a mermaid, wasn't there? Oh, Splash? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was so old. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> it's, it's when Tom Hanks isn't Woody yet. Oh. <laughs> like, he's just a kid. It just makes me think of Smart House. <laughs> like, like that era. <laughs> no, it's before that. Woof. Um, but yeah, the problem, like... But it, with Peter Pan... Immediately. You have one source... A two and a half hour film that came out in the early nineties, 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 and directed by Steven Spielberg, nonetheless. And it's still beloved. Starring uh, Peter Pan, yep, which is Robin, Robin Williams, Williams, the the great, and Hook being Dustin Hoffman, which is a phenomenal cast. Oh my god, that's fucking is so funny when he's like, "Smee, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Stop me, Smee!" And he's like getting ready to don't kill you himself. Stop me, Smee! Don't you stop me? Stop me, Smee! <laughs> he's just holding the guns in his head. Uh, you also get the same bangerang mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. from the movie Hook. 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 We don't Hook. have that here. Hook. This looks really bad in comparison. Like the It does, and it's like you should have used that. And almost everything in that movie's practical. I was annoyed we didn't want to hear a rooster call from any character. No one called it out like a rooster. I was annoyed. <laughs> no bangerangs. Nope. Nothing. All the lost boys just are the lost boys. And they're not even boys anymore. Which I'm fine with that, whatever. It kind of ruins the point of the second movie but whatever i doubt they care about the canonicity of peter pan 2 <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> the one I, with wendy's kids <laughs> so where does this all start and stem from and i was trying to figure that out and i blame tim burton yeah for making wednesday <laughs> <laughs> alice in wonderland alice in wonderland and then well i went back further and i was like hold on there was a time when Disney made a really good trilogy called Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. This also just made me... Because everything with, like, the stupid kids in the beginning, zero interest. I don't like child actors, for the most part. Mm -hmm. They are just wandering around in a forest. But then the pirates showed up, and I was like, pirates, whoa, cool. And then I immediately thought of Hook and then Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'm like, well, there you go. There's just two films I could rather watch instead. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just crazy because, yeah, there, there's another film franchise you can look at that's literally Disney and go, this is how they did pirates back in, in this time, mm -hmm. right? It was a long and time ago. And it looks better. They were pushing the CGI. I remember watching the trailer for Curse of the Black Pearl, the first one. Mm -hmm. And they were coming up out of the water in the night. 
And there's yeah. skeletons. It's creepy. And it said Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl coming out this summer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I looked at my parents and I was like, that looks really cool. And they're like, yeah, that looks fun. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. And it's like over a decade old now. And it, also, it looks better than this crap. <laughs> look at that movie. It has all the same stuff I was saying Tarzan has. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, just, oh, I know. it's so frustrating. And I know it's hard to do practical effects when you, when your main cast is primarily children, like how Peter Pan and Wendy's going to have, mm -hmm. but also you can, we've seen it. Yeah. There are tons of films, including Hook, that has primarily practical effects with children actors. You can do it. It looks better. So, <laughs> before we move on from Disney, if you wanted to see a live-action remake of one of their classic animated films, mm -hmm. what would it be? I think... Oh, it's tough. I think they could have fun with Hercules. I think Lilo and Stitch would be really neat to see. Both of these are on their way. But what I really have always wanted is Hunchback. I want to see them push even further than they did last time. It would have to be a Fox Searchlight film. Yeah, I highly doubt that. Or just go get Roger Eggers. True. <laughs> which might be a little too intense. I, uh, I, but I think they could do it. I think it could be fun. But, but I don't. Me? I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> my favorite Disney movie is Hercules, but I also know the Russo brothers are working on it. So, what would be the next craziest thing that I think you can definitely do with today's technology? Hmm treasure planet wow yes it's been forgotten which i found sad i think and i feel like even with disney's not amazing cg that could work in favor of treasure planet for well, in certain scenarios if you're gonna do a sci-fi story about a boy looking for treasure on different planets what franchise do you look to it's for in for inspiration star trek star wars any of the stars guardians of the galaxy oh but, i guess yeah. i guess that makes sense <laughs> mm -hmm. and it would have that drama and fun and i would want the robot to be practical though i would want all practical effects if they could i would make but especially that robot that was voiced by martin short yeah so benny <laughs> i would make benny um it's benny right i think so I just think the robot that was voiced by Martin Short. <laughs> I don't remember anybody's names. <laughs> I looked up one of their names, like, last week. Already forgotten. It was the one that's voiced by um, Niles from Frasier. <laughs> that's a good sitcom. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's the audience to talk to about no. it. <laughs> <clears throat> if you're looking up good sitcoms and you're just kind of bored, uh, check out Frasier. But it's probably not... I, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, it's just, it's just a smart sitcom. That's the it's, difference. Yes. It's not Pratt Falls. It's dry wit and good, like, like biting words. You mm -hmm. know? <laughs> Great dialogue. Mm -hmm. Silly action. Yes. <laughs> so we did it. We did it. We did it. We finally did it. It took me over a year. But well, it I took did it. over a year. I sat down and watched Madoka Magica. And or Madoka. And since we finished... Madoka Magica, 
I watched Doctor Strange 2. That was the deal Multiverse we made. Multiverse of Madness. Was that we wanted each other to watch these things, but both were hesitant and didn't want to because we knew how sad it would get. And what was funny is at the end of finishing this whole thing off that took over a year, mm-hmm. we looked at each other and thought how dumb it was that it took us this long yes. when it's literally the same story. Yeah. <laughs> I did not realize <laughs> it was going to be scarily close in themes <laughs> and concepts. <laughs> Monica Magica. Wow. Yeah, that, that's usually it's usually Monica Magica long pause of deep introspection. <laughs> Just thinking like all the things that Homura tried to stop her from doing, mm-hmm. and then she finally makes that wish. She just becomes a god. Yeah. And destroys the witches. Mm-hmm. And then almost like resets the whole playing field. Yeah, she rewrote all of history where magical girls wouldn't become witches Mm -hmm. they would just go to heaven basically rather than being forced to become a witch and suffer basically just saving all magical girls from hell hell (laughs) yeah quotations hell and yeah it's deep well homura and the incubator left behind they kept going at the end yeah because she didn't die yet yeah and she wasn't going to she wasn't gonna waste madoka's wish like that it's tough it's crazy so Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. The Illuminati. It was as painful as I expected it to be. Even more so. Not as gory, but just as painful. It is still (laughs) pretty gory. It's kind of gory. It was terrifying, though. As as a movie, there was a moment. It's when she's, like, hobbling. Yeah, I told you. This is just a rather short, middle-aged mom... Walking around in like her night clothes, like like yeah. like just a sweater and then like mom jeans, and I'm like, this is like in theory should be the least threatening person on earth, and she was terrifying. It's when they close the door and they stop and they they're waiting to see if she's still following behind them, and you expect her to like tear through the metal door, but instead she just like comes out from the side of the camera, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Sam Raimi, you bastard! <laughs> but it was amazing. It was super fun. That was the most fun I've had with a Marvel movie in a long time. So wait, is it your favorite Phase 4 film? No. Shang-Chi still is. Yes. <laughs> is it your second? Yes. Yeah, see? There we go. Mm-hmm. That was a really good movie. I, it was. I was I'm, like, this is weirdly too good for a sequel. I'm really excited to now watch the like hour and a half long behind the scenes stuff for it. Oh, dude, it's great. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, if you guys haven't seen it, it's a special documentary on Disney+. Plus. I really love the new trend, and Disney's been a big like push for this. Doing documentaries on their things? Of showing a bunch of behind-the-scenes things mm-hmm. for their shows and movies. I love it. I think it was fascinating. The, the coolest part of this one is you can tell who directed it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, your narrator is... Wow. Wow. Wow, Aegon. <laughs> he was like he waited for the exact moment to interrupt you. <laughs> I'm not happy with you, dude. Who's the narrator? It's oh wait, let me guess. It's Pizza Guy. It's Ash versus the Evil Dead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh Bruce Campbell. A treasure. A charm. A, one of the sweetest <laughs> best people. <laughs> it's pretty cool. He's great. I love him. 
cracks me up. Okay, so I watched you play Wolf Among Us, episode yes. one and two. Yes. Uh, we're Because the, the second game, Wolf Among Us 2, was supposed to come out this year, but they pushed it to next year, and so in a, a salty state of spite, I decided I just want to play the first one <laughs> all over again. <laughs> now, watching it... Okay, it's a murder mystery. Yes. Of course I'm going to get into it. Mm-hmm. I knew you would. <laughs> but that's not why I wanted to talk about it. Hmm. Logistically, it makes no sense to delay the sequel for one year. Especially when you find out why they're doing it. It's because they want to move it to the... What is it? Uh... They're using Unreal Engine 4. Yeah. And they want to port it over or... To Unreal 5? I don't know if port is the right word there. We don't... Uh, technology babble. Techno babble. Moving yeah. it from 4 to 5. Here's the thing. If you were ready for your deadline initially... Oh, so sorry. Initially for this year, mm -hmm. then why would you waste the manpower and budget to go to five? Unless four had flaws. I imagine it was that. Because I was telling you about this a little bit. The So the first one, Wolf Among Us, came out on the PlayStation 3 originally. And even though it looks like it's a pretty basic animation style it has a lot of things going on with all this shading and lighting effects but by all means it looks like it should be pretty basic it was riddled with glitches there was always something going wrong in one of the scenes faces not doing things right certain events like the version i had there's a scene where you're talking to mr toad and if you threaten him you'll scare his son but if you don't then you won't it in the version i had it didn't matter what you did it would always play out the scene where it acts like you're threatening him. Mm. And so it makes me think there's a lot more intricate things going on that we just can't see. And maybe Unreal 5 would fix it. It's because you can already tell they're pushing things for four, with, uh, on 4 with the, the next one. So I assume. Also, maybe this way this like your differing choices would matter more. Because I've played the game three or four times now. And so I know what actual little impact your choices really have on certain story events. So maybe this way, they're trying to make it a bit more robust with your different choices having really big impacts across the story. Yeah, so it functions better. Yeah. Okay. That whole time you were talking, yeah. I was just watching this psychopath. <laughs> I, could, I don't think they could hear him. Like, I don't think the mic picked it up, but I could hear him just, like, squirming like a worm, rubbing yep. his face on the carpet. <laughs> he's literally just throwing himself upside down, just wiggling around. That means he's happy. That means he's happy. <laughs> I think he's doing it for attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's getting mine. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby dogs. Uh, new episodes this week. Yes. Of the shows that only we want to watch. <laughs> people are watching South Park. I've heard only... I've heard several people talking about how great the season of South Park is. Okay. South Park, we're going to start off. This yeah. is season 26. I know it's a lot. Um, there's a huge gap in me even watching this thing. Mm -hmm. But ever since the pandemic yeah, and the lockdown to... Uh, Today, 
right? Yeah. And that's when I started re like actually watching South Park again. They started telling stories in shorter seasons instead of doing twenty episodes per season like they started out doing. Yeah. They've been doing like six to eight, and then two movies at the end. Yeah, which I've been enjoying their movies. It's nice, especially after we've already seen the seasons. We're just going back to watch the movies. Mm -hmm. And they are telling a story. They're very smart. (laughs) For this season, every episode of all three of them have been just bangers Mm -hmm. and mash. And just like more funny, more witty than usual. Inappropriate. Which I didn't think they could do. And And like really hammering home on like real topics that yes. should be discussed <laughs> the first one is about uh kanye west and his appearance on the what's that asshole's name oh which one like tucker carlson no the the worst one he's making the frogs gay or whatever oh i don't alex Jones. yeah yeah whatever that loser that so they're, they're making fun of kanye for the horrific dip shit things he says right yeah the second one is making fun of uh prince henry and his wife yeah yeah which they go on the uh and they're canadian it's the canadian prince and princess <laughs> obviously not to get too tongue-in-cheek about it but uh what was it called their world wide privacy tour yeah that's <laughs> stupid shit so a worldwide <laughs> privacy tour which they call privacy yeah yeah and then they just scream and yell at everyone as they're like filming them and taking pictures it's the worldwide privacy we want our privacy (laughs) they march out in public and make fools of themselves so they move in next door to kyle in (laughs) south park because they think that that's a quiet place and then they just cause mayhem yeah and kyle's just like can't hang out with his friends playing video games because he's got to deal with the prince and the princess just being so annoying hey, next door. <laughs> and then the uh, the newest episode was about uh, bidets. Yeah. Uh, toilets that uh, instead of using toilet paper, you just use water. And it was more on a commentary on how, like, we should talk about how toilet paper is not actually that great of a cleaning method. Yep. And they, <laughs> they drop some real facts on you in that yeah. one. And yeah, they, they even point out to the, the evil corporations that want you to keep buying toilet paper. Yeah, because they profit off of it. And there, there's even a point where uh, Marsh... Randy Marsh, Stan's dad, mm-hmm. is talking about you don't have to be able to afford the luxury toilets with touch pads. They make all sorts of these things mm-hmm. for anybody to use, and that this is the more obvious way to go about it. And then he gets shot. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to spoil it, but <laughs> it's funny. And it's really, what, meta? Yeah. I don't know about meta. It just, like... That's the thing with, like, it seems like it's presenting you a topic that is foolish and vague mm-hmm. and weird, but then they always, like, tie it back into something that's actually important, like, like really actually important, like their Streaming Wars movies, Yep, which is presented like, uh, it's really dumb. It's, it's like getting water to wait, the, wait, wait. the farms. <laughs> when you think streaming... Streaming wars, you're going to think of online streaming services battling for content. Mm-hmm. What they actually did was about water rights. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really smart. Because <laughs> then they also, like, like, periodically thread in things that do comment on, like, the streaming, like, streaming websites and stuff. Yep. But it's mostly about water. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. It was. It was really smart. Uh, gross, but smart. <laughs> what do you mean gross? What do you mean gross? It's not a gross show. In part two, yeah, it got gross. <laughs> um, next one up is The Mandalorian, season three, episode one. Jeez, egg, get out of here, baby. Go, no one loves you. <laughs> two years it took for us to get to this point. Yeah. And... You know, you told me that they only planned for two seasons. And it's obvious. And it really feels like it. Because, <laughs> like, they have no idea what to do. It's just a cash cow now. And, you know, <laughs> I've had people argue with me about this. And say horrible things on Twitter. Yeah, that one guy. That one guy. But he still hurt my upsetty. feelings. Because <laughs> I really wanted to tear him a brand new one. Them, I guess. I don't know. But here's the thing. John Favreau has come out and said that Book of Boba Fett gave him time to figure out how to rework season three. And it's like, yeah, I can tell. You hit a dead end, and then you just made up this bullshit story that we're now going to have to deal with for the next two yeah. seasons. It's. I think it's bad that they don't even address Book of Boba Fett at nope. all. Like, if you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, it would literally just be, there's goes Grogu. He is gone. Season three starts. Oh, we're right, right back to our normal shenanigans. Yeah. We're back together. We got a new ship. Also, normal no explanation of time skipping. Yeah, it's been like two years yeah. in universe or something like that. In universe, but we're just supposed to accept that without any real indication other than set change. Yeah, so like Navara. Is that, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's Navara. It's like it went from being this like tiny little like desolate canteen town and now it's like this big bustling huge big old trading center and it was just like oh okay <laughs> yep i guess that happened overnight <laughs> they wrote out a car cara yeah, that crazy turf lady <laughs> yeah so they wrote her out she used to work for the high republic that was her character Carl mm -hmm. weathers character uh the mayor of the town yeah. I can't remember his name right now. I don't Like, they said Navarro, and I was like, okay. And then later, I was like, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be one I'm supposed to remember. He, he offers <laughs> Mando the job of being sheriff of the place. And Mando goes, why don't you just get the High Republic? And he has this off comment about how he doesn't trust the High Republic because they're full of themselves. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's how you wrote that character out? I guess. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I... It seems like they just don't know what to do. Grogu was there for the sake of you having eye candy yeah, or something cute to buy in merchandise. The, the show is just two things now. Well, three things. One, uh, Grogu being cute. Yep. Two, vague space action. Yep. Three, Mando does something charming. That's it. That is all it is. Also, every damn monster they show us is just a dinosaur. And they keep, like, and I don't, it, it just, I need to go back to my planet because I need to become part of my order again. It's like, okay, do you have to? Is this the only place you can find Mandalorians? This is the way. This is the way. Uh, I'm like, does it really change anything other than, 
All right, sure. If you're dedicated to it, let's do it. I need to go, and I have to bring this very specific android with me. Why? Because he was cool for, like, an episode. Yep. Which I did not remember. <laughs> and I was like, there's a million... We walked past, like, seven different droids on the way to this one. And then they're like, oh, this one's broken. That's part of the dialogue, he, too. He, he He's like, you could have chose any other one. <laughs> like, but it has to be this one. And now we're going on a dumb quest to fix their broken droid that we, we can't pick a different one. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are enjoying it, fine, enjoy it. I'm going to keep watching it. But the thing is, I can tell that it's just written to entertain you and suck your money away. Yeah, just an excuse. There's no love that the first two seasons had. Yeah, it's just an excuse to keep making merch. That's that's it. Yeah. We're just going to drag this thing out until you guys finally decide you're fed up with it. Yeah. So it's up to you as the viewers to decide that. I bet uh, Ben will get another two or three seasons. Uh, for sure it's getting uh, season four. Okay. <laughs> um, Animal Control. This weird sitcom-esque Parks and Rec comedy. It's not like Parks and Rec because there's no like... Interview. Funny moments. True. There's no like interview <laughs> section. It's more like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. But, uh, um, Joel Joel McHale's characters cracking me up. He's fine. At hey, he's got some like snarky comments where I'm like, that was rude, but I like that. Yeah, it it's fine. It's doing nothing revolutionary, but it is fine. Then again, with shows like this, they always struggle in that first season. They do. I think the weirdest thing is that none of the animals are, like, real. Dude, that was weird. So you pointed that out, and then in this new episode, there's a kangaroo. Yeah. And there's legitimately a kangaroo cornered into this alley. Wow. The kangaroo hops forward to uh, his deputy, Mm -hmm. the comedian kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Face-to-face shots, close-ups of... The kangaroo puppet. Damn. They had a real one. Then they get into a fist fight. Of course. Because it's a comedy, right? Yeah. And the kangaroo knocks him down and then bounces away. And the zookeeper grabs his tail and is legitimately escorting a kangaroo, a live kangaroo, away from the scene. And I was just like, why? It's so weird. Why like, did you do this? Even They even had like a small pack of bunnies. And even then, it was just like shot of bunnies different shot of them like clearly like they could not film the characters and the bunnies in can, one scene can i point out this <laughs> thing of killer bunny yeah stop copying one of the greatest movies ever made <laughs> you will never be Monty if Python. you want to show somebody the killer rabbit mm-hmm. go make them watch that movie then you will understand comedy. It's it is a great way to be introduced so to it. Oh, funny. Oh, my God. That movie, like, starts, and you're like, nothing about this is funny. Nothing about this is funny. As it goes on, it just gets funnier and funnier. <laughs> the craziest thing is the rewatch value. Yes. There's so much to see on a rewatch. <laughs> Especially once you know the ending, and then you go back to the beginning, and you're just like, this is ridiculous. Yes. Everything is so preposterous. And overdone. Want to know a fun fact about the costumes from Monty Python? What? Um, all of their armor is actually crocheted because that way it was lighter and easier for them to like move around and, and dance was, with. It was faster for them to like make also. And then later I saw a behind the scenes thing of Lord of the Rings of the chainmail makers as they slave away away for years. 
make an actual chain mail. <laughs> I'm like, guys, <laughs> you should have learned. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but it gives that feeling. Yeah. And they're two different tones there. You know, one's about war and the other one's about telling a comedy. Also, they wanted the light to shine off their chain mail the right way. Whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, so animal control. It's not, it's not, it's super impressive. It's not doing much. <laughs> it's really not. Um, it's not the worst, but like, ugh, I'm not itching to watch it. <laughs> How I Met Your Father. Yeah. We've gotten to the point in the week where it's like, oh yeah, we watched it. That, like, things happened. <laughs> it's crazy. Last, last week's episode was very good and well done. There were actual moments of sincerity in it. Mm-hmm. This one? Boring. Schlocky shenanigans. Just a whole lot of... I just... Hilary Duff gives the same exact performance for every single line of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And it's fair... It does, it's not funny. <laughs> you know, I saw after we watched this last time, she's an executive producer. Mm. And I was like, oh. Damn. <laughs> That's a weird choice. Like, no one else was going to pay for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> It is its third iteration. Is it time? It's yes. time for... Box office trolls. I was going to say coffee break, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> Unsurprisingly, topping the charts. The best of the best. It's Creed 3. Woo! Apparently this is the end of Adonis' story. Is that his name? Yeah. Oh. Adonis Creed. Oh. Never thought about it. <laughs> um... Yeah, coming in at 58 million. Jesus Christ. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumanium. Mm -hmm. Coming in at number two. Uh, the other thing with Jonathan Majors in it. Yep. <laughs> Cocaine Bear, coming in at number three. Yay. I've heard nothing about the actual movie. Just that it's fun. <laughs> it should be a fun story. Demon Slayer... Kimetsu no Yabi Yaba to the Swordsmith Village. Okay. <laughs> Another Demon Slayer movie. Didn't Demon Slayer like destroy theaters during the time of the lockdown? I like don't... people were actually coming out to watch that one? I don't think it was Demon Slayer. It might have been. I don't remember. Or was it like No, it was Demon Slayer. I'm pretty sure Demon Slayer, like for some reason, makes a ton of money in the theaters. It could, I know it's very good. It looks good. The animation's great. It could be. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Jesus Revolution in the fifth one. Uh, Six, Avatar, Way of Water. Boo. Number seven, Operation Fortune. Ruse de Gitter. Rudiger. Rudiger. Ruse de Gitter. It has a, like, we looked it up. It's super star-studded. I've never heard of this. It's a Guy Ritchie film. Uh, he's done a lot of other good movies. Most interestingly, Jude Law played Watson in Sherlock Holmes. Sorry, we stopped to look at the dog to make sure he wasn't doing anything. This, <laughs> this puppy is trouble. He just wants... And he's got smelly breath. He does. He just wants to be right next to the, the and plugs. he doesn't <laughs> share pillows when sleeping. No, he does not. He's only like a foot long, but when you're sleeping, suddenly he's like, it becomes a mastiff. And he's huge. <laughs> and he's heavy. Yes. 
Number eight, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah. Number nine, Magic Mike's Last Dance. And number 10, 80 for Brady. Damn. Well, we managed to make a full hour out of this week of nothing. Yeah, that, that was impressive. Yeah, I, we did it. No, E3 was not a thing we were planning on talking about. Still, I, I think it's interesting that it's time for Nintendo to kind of do something new. Yes, I agree. God, it's got, like, breathe life into an old forgotten franchise or try to be an innovator again. Last time I did that, they called it Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time? Yep. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.